TEDx Capilano U is taking place this evening from 5 to 7. It's happening on the Capilano University campus. The conference theme is coexistence, talking about coexistence, peacefully developing a deeper understanding of what humans can do to coexist and keep the health of the planet in mind. Well, one of the speakers is Victoria Schroff, Vancouver Animal Law educator and Victoria is with us right now to talk a little bit more about this. Victoria, thanks so much for your time. Sure. What are you going to be talking about at the conference? So I'm going to be talking about why animals need law to coexist with humans. And and what exactly, so what will the focus be then as far as bringing in laws or, or giving animals laws? Right. So my focus, Jill, is is entirely on animal sentience laws and why we need this idea to catch fire. Um, You know, based on the theme of the Conference of Coexistence, I'm talking about taking it even one step further with the idea to co-flourish. And for that, we need to move on from the idea of animals as property because animals are sentient beings. And are we moving in that direction in that I know we recently spoke about changes when it comes to people separating people that have animals in their homes that that they are now not being treated so much as property that there's more to that. Is that kind of a step in giving animals laws or or having laws for animals? Absolutely. And I actually highlight that. Um, What you're referring to is the 2023 um, game changing, I say, changes to the B.C. Family Law Act seeing animals not just as property, but actually as family. And so, and that's past third reading already. So, yes, that's one of the examples that I cite, how we're slowly and cautiously starting to move away from the idea of seeing animals as toasters and commodities and more into the realm of sentient beings, which is who they are. What specific things, though, would change if the, if that change was made, that they went from, from being considered property under the law uh, to, I guess, having more rights under the law? What, what specific things do you think are, are need that change? Right. So actually what we're talking about is, and I explain this, in, and I will be explaining it in the talk, is that we're talking less about animal rights and more about human wrongs. We're talking about humans stepping up and taking responsibility for animals. So what would change is that there would be, for example, um, guardians appointed to speak for animals because we're not actually going to have animals in the courtroom, for example, but we're going to have considerations for animals' needs. Rather than seeing them as automatons and disposable property, we are going to see them as being able to have the capacity for feelings, which Clearly they have. I mean, you know this as as a dog guardian yourself, Jill, that you just have to spend one minute with an animal. And I defy anybody to tell me that that animal is not sentient. Right. And I completely agree with you. And yes, absolutely. They do have feelings and form bonds and they are part of your family. Anybody I think that that has animals will will know that. But do we not already? So how would this be different? I guess then we do have animal cruelty laws and we have laws that we have agencies that do step in if somebody is doing something. So how would this go beyond that? So we go, go beyond it because we're actually taking animals' needs into consideration. So, for example, I, I cite the idea of the Indigenous concept of all my relations as a really great healing tool 
for trying to understand that humans, animals, and the earth are all interconnected. And that would be basically saying, you know, we've actually had this embedded in our laws, the Honorable Murray Sinclair, when he was a senator, and he's a retired jurist as well, he, he put into the Jane Goodall Act, he embedded into the law the concept of all my relations, so that we can see that an animal's needs need to be considered in legislation and how that plays out. So when we change the law, and the law is a unique change-making tool like no other, we can shape and mold human behavior. And it's all about respecting animals as more than automatons in sentient property. Like I keep saying, animals are not toasters. Right. Would it go so far as though something like, and I know this sounds kind of out there, but would it be something like if, if somebody, uh, the, the caregiver passed away, do animals have rights then as far as the estate or how they are dealt with or cared for after? Yeah, well, we already have laws for that, but it's, it's slightly different. What would happen in the case of, let's say, a state law is hopefully people have talked to somebody and set up a trust or set up a private agreement with somebody for if they pass away, that they're going to have their animal cared for. I, I don't think we're looking at the Leona Hemsley kind of idea of leaving millions and millions to your cat and having that overturned by the court. But what, what would happen is, sorry, I think that was a dog, but having, having um, you know, cases where we could say, here's what we're going to do with animals. We're going to treat them like living beings. So, yes, it's important. If, if the caregiver passes away, what happens to that animal? I'm not saying that the animal is um, going to be kind of throwing their weight around, so to speak, but they will be able to access the funds that are left for them. I mean, they, they, can't, they can do that now um, if it's set up properly. Right, through, um, a, through a guardian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there'll be somebody there enforcing it, and, and that's just it. Like, I mean, animals are not going to be writing the laws and going into court themselves. They are going to have guardians appointed. And that's the other thing about, for example, the Jane Goodall Act. Under limited circumstances, animals will be able to have um, people speak for them in court. So it's, it's, it's why, um, you know, I think of that as really one of the watershed pieces of legislation that we really need to pass in Canada because it's, it's really showing us how, how we understand that it's imperative for Canada to bring in new laws. And we're at this critical juncture globally with COVID and climate, and we need to get moving on, on the idea of animals as sentient. But would it change, though, in that, like you said, it's not as though animals are going to start arguing their own cases, but and, and only the, the guardian, really, we can decide what we think the animal wants. We don't really know what the animal might want. We, we know what we think is the best case scenario for an animal. So I'm, I'm just, I'm curious how it will actually change things. Well, I think we're actually going to start looking at the animal's best interest. As you know, we've been um, discussing on, on different shows, you and I, about pet custody. And when we talk about that, each party thinks they know what's best for the dog or the cat that they are trying to, to um, take over as their own and only theirs. Um, and I think that's where there could be a situation where actually the best interests come in, maybe through a, a vet would also be able to help and to be able to opine and say, actually, you know, taking a dog from a, a large backyard home into a studio apartment in this particular case isn't going to work very well. So we're looking at the dog's best interest and the humans might end up disagreeing with that. Um, so you will see a, something like that could happen where the, 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 
the animal is actually seen as an actor, a person, a party, in a sense, in their own right. Do you see a timeline for this? Or what kind of a timeline would you like to see? I'd like to see this happen soon, but I, I don't see this happening anytime really, really soon. But, you know, the law, the law can change. I mean, we have, we have seen in other countries, sentience laws have already come in, in, in the UK. The UK has sentience laws. Austria, Chile, they, they do exist. It's a question of not just having the law, but having those laws enforced. So if we're going to have these laws, I sincerely hope that we have a good game plan for having them enforced because we need to see that animals are taken care of because they are beings with intrinsic worth, not automatons. All right, uh, Victoria, we'll have to leave it there, but appreciate you joining the show today uh, in advance of the conference. Thank you. Thank you, Jill.